0: Welcome back, friends. It's another episode of Thrive Circles. I'm your co-host, Chris Angel, and we're here with Tara Weir. Hello, Tara. Hello, Chris. One more week in the uh, profound year of big conversations. (laughs) Yes. Awesome self-discoveries. Yes. I'm excited to hear what, I mean, um, uh, your conversations in Thrive Circles, the community never ceased to be short of amazing. You had a great one today. Those of you who aren't already in Thrive Circles, you're missing out. Yeah. Join just it. In it's just incredible.
1: Yeah. And we, 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 we often say it's almost hard to describe because it's so just magical. It's pretty cool.
0: I mean, it would, it would be worth just a, before we get into talking about the human self versus the higher self in business and life, yeah. it'd be worth just having a, I mean, exploring that a little bit, like what's happening yeah. in, like, what is this thing that's happening in these conversations in this, in this community? Cause yeah. it's not, it's not it's not like traditional coaching, no, it's, no. Not, it's not like we just hang out at the water cooler and talk about whatever. It's not like a book club,
1: no, it's like an exploration of our authentic feelings and challenges and gifts, and it's this authentic it's a place where people bring what they're what they're guided to share, and
0: hmm. yeah. Right. How is it different than? I mean, because I don't think it's a support group either. But how is it different than no. a support group?
1: Mm, it's a great question.
0: Because um, people are getting supported. Like, there's all kinds of support and inspiration that happens here. But it's not like totally not like we're all sitting in a chair. And we're like, hi, my name is Chris, and we're like, hello, Chris, and you know, right. Sharing random things about random stuff, although. I'm, right. or, or are you, I don't, you know,
1: well, no, I mean, what, what we're doing is we're, we're grounding. We get grounded um, when we first open the call yeah. and then we each check in um, and there's always some subject or focus to check in with. Mm-hmm. And then from there, we, um, we see what rises and mm-hmm. what usually rises is that somebody has um that is somebody's in a place of discomfort mm-hmm. and wants to explore it. So then we explore the topic together, um, yeah. from a really open hearted place. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I love that. I mean, yeah. it, it, there is, there is a transition in there. If we want, we can sort of play with that a little bit, but to the, this conversation of the human self, like every, I feel like every week we, we get to, uh, our default is to live from our mm-hmm. human self mm-hmm. and, uh, the invitation is to learn to and, and play with living from the higher self. And there is this combination of the both. But when when you show up to a job or whatever it is you're doing, and you show up to a relationship, <laughs> there's yeah. often this human self and the ability to come to Thrive Circles and sort of share sort of um in my experience, I, I'm not in Thrive Circles, but I have my own communities where there's a uh a, a uh, what's the word, demagnetizing, De-magn- a, a de uh there's a releasing of all the um, angst that builds up in a week in the yes. human self. Did yes. I say that. Does that make sense how I said it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no,
1: I watched that happen today. Um, and the shift in the person that shared their challenge and um, there was definitely a shift from, the fear-based human perspective on the situation to the higher self perspective from more of a love-based perspective.
0: Yeah. You know, the other thing that just occurred to me as you said that was um, I think people like you and I and people in our tribe love Brene Brown. We love Brene Brown's work. Yep. It resonated so big. Like she has so many fans because of the work she's done. Like it gave us Mm -hmm. permission to be human. It gave Mm -hmm. us permission to be, vulnerable and to face our shame and all the stuff that comes with that. And, and I, I feel like there are, it's hard to find, it's hard to, I can read the book and feel inspired, but then I go back into my life and it's hard to find spaces where I can be that vulnerable
1: Mm, and experience mm -hmm.
0: the benefit of being vulnerable and human. Mm. And I feel like that's part of what Thrive Circles really offers is if you really love Brene Brown's work and you'd yes. like to be in a weekly experience where you're able to ex- experience that with others who see the same thing you see. I mean that's what thrive circles really yes makes available.
1: Yeah, that's exactly it. That's exactly it. And she wrote a book called Dare to Lead. I don't mm. know if you've read that one, but it's really incredible. Mm. And um mm. and I think we are we are naturally really diving into daring to lead in our lives, lead in our work, lead in our families.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I like that. I really like how that, it combines those worlds because like I said, it's easy. You could, you could join a book club from Brene Brown. You could probably join Brene Brown's Facebook group. You could watch Brene Brown's YouTube videos, but at some level there's you giving voice to your own truth. Like we talked about that before hitting record, but, It's different to hear it when she says it because you think, oh, that's so good. And then you have that reflection of like, but I'm not that or I am or you know, insert your story here. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I
1: I, and I think when I think about book clubs, book clubs can also often stay in the head, you know, and and it's a real heady thing. And we're and and I would say Thrive Circle is a balance between head and heart. Um, and then trusting your gut. It's alignment of those three. Yeah, good, yeah. Um, so that it's you're you're experiencing we're experiencing authenticity, we're experiencing exploration from a um vulnerable place, we're experiencing it in the circle.
0: Yeah. Right. That's the part that's hard to find because it's hard work. hard to find a place where people have curated an experience for you to experience yourself. Yes,
1: right? exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah.
0: I feel like I'm. Uh, I'm hoping I'm not staying on it too long. I, I just, but it feel it's coming up for me that you know you can you can pay for a space, you can go to a, a training, and be taught something, mm-hmm. only to go back to your life and journal about it or do the work with it there. But it's so different to have an experience with other humans of being vulnerable and be and and um exploring your questions and your your curiosities. Um, mm-hmm. where you don't have to be all put together, and you don't have to mm-hmm. have it all figured out, you don't need the answer. Right, it's hard to find an experience like that. And I, again, I just I love that Thrive Circles does that. So, yeah, me too. Beautiful. Well, talk me talk too. to me about um, I I think this topic of the human self versus uh, and and, the, and the, the the higher self is a great fit for this way we yeah. introduced this. But walk me through yeah. what you noticed today or what you're noticing.
1: Yeah, well, what I'm noticing is that we often start our exploration or our conversation from a really human perspective of, you know, what are my needs and what needs are not being met what needs are being met. Um, is my need for safety and security being met, um, are my needs for acceptance and being valued being met, you know, things like that. So, um, we're often starting with the needs area and then we shift because because we're, we're complete when we have both parts of ourselves, because I believe that we are humans and we are also higher selves within us as humans. So um, so we shift. I'm noticing that we go, we kind of go back and forth, in and out, but we always end in a place that is a higher place than where the problem is or where the challenge started.
0: Yeah, right. I was gonna say like it's you were describing like we you know we come with our needs is this need and like those are that that yeah that feels legitimate. That seems right. And then and then because in a in a world where we're not um taking care of ourselves or or we're putting other needs others' needs before our own or right, it's a great right. question, like what are my needs and what do I, you know, yeah. what needs to happen here? And yeah. and that's a that's the human self kind of going taking inventory of like human self, what does the human self need right now? Yes. Compared yes. to which and different from what the higher self is interested in. Like what are you noticing or what came up about the kind of questions the higher self is interested in or are they even questions? Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, there, there are questions, the questions like what's my purpose mm, on this yeah. planet mm. Um mm what's my purpose in this moment? What's my purpose down the road? What's Mm. my purpose in life? Um, So that's, that came through in the conversation and and really coming into stepping into the higher self and exploring the topic from the higher self Um, and sourcing our okayness. Where are we sourcing our enoughness or our okayness and what we agreed was that we tend to as human beings source it from looking at our circumstances or getting it from the people around us. Mm. And the higher self Mm. um, doesn't need to source it from the external or from the circumstances. So the human self doesn't have to try to control the other people or control the circumstances in order to feel enough or okay or loved. Mm. Instead it's saying it's the other way. So
0: yeah or or another word uh, another way uh, it doesn't need to control and it doesn't need to demand the higher no. self doesn't need to demand those things from others right. which i think a lot of times the world is like you know i'm owed this i, I deserve this which is not to say it's not true but just to say right. it's not as an it's not as empowering to operate from that place right yeah
1: yeah and you know there's something about needs too in there because i think needs have gotten a bad rap the, the, when people talk about their needs, it's like often it's um, viewed as needy. But then if somebody talks about their needs, mm-hmm. sometimes they can slip into the the false belief that mm-hmm. I have needs and you have to meet them. So you're in my life or you're in my t- on my team or you're my mm-hmm. supervisor and you have to meet my needs. And the reality is the only person that ultimately can meet our needs is ourself. Yeah. And so we can we can reach out to the people we trust and we can reach out to the people we work with and see what they're able to do and, and make requests, but yeah. certainly not demands, certainly not yeah. demands. Yeah. 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 Cause demands turn people away. Demands mm-hmm. create resistance and, um, and it doesn't create connection.
0: Yeah. There I'm, I'm also hearing a piece of boundaries in here cause I think boundaries are valuable. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I used to be, very much a people pleaser. I hated rejection. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I just was not great at boundaries. And I think as I've, I've had kids, which is helpful. Yeah. <laughs> and I've yeah. had a very strong headed dog, which is also helpful. I may, I've been married for 23 years. Like these are, these are different experiences where I'm like, okay, I'm learning how to say like, this is what works for me. This is what does not work for me. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'm not sure that that's a higher self thing. It's not to say that the higher self doesn't have boundaries, but like what, how does the higher Mm. self to you interact with boundaries?
1: Well, I think I, it does, in my opinion, I think that our boundaries come from our higher selves. Like Mm. Mm. what is it, what is mine to do and what is mine not to do? What is mine to Mm. accept and what is mine not to accept? And I think that there's a discernment and it's the discernment that I think the higher self is helping the human self in this um, life, you know, as we, as we roll.
0: Have you had, like, are there certain um, authors, books, um, influences that have um, inspired your thoughts about the higher self?
1: Hmm, that's a good question. Uh, there's a book called the untethered soul. Mm-hmm. And that to me is a really powerful higher self book, yeah, really awesome. powerful. Michael Singer is the author wow. Um, and, and it's very practical too. It's not just airy fairy. It's very practical, um, application of how to shift into that, into that higher self. Um,
0: and he's a business guy, by the way, he, you know, he took his company public. Um, Uh he tells his whole story in the surrender experiment, which is a second book It was more of like the biography autobiography of it but oh okay yeah, love that he's a business guy who's talking about mindfulness and higher self and you know, it's, yeah it's like, that's awesome
1: i love that i love that combination <laughs> i love that combination
0: yeah yeah i mean because yeah. I, I think though I, I was talking to a guy this week about um, uh, he is on the other side of our state and he was just saying how the chamber of commerce that he's in is having a hard time getting people to show up to live events Mm -hmm. everybody's gotten really comfortable with zoom and we don't want to show up to live events and which is fine but i i just and they don't want to network either they're like i don't want to show up to network i don't so it just struck me like um i think without the higher self participating in business without the higher self there to inspire your purpose when your higher self says what's my purpose if we don't if we're not asking that question in business what we're left with is networking for what a transaction networking for more human needs networking for like we've been there and done that and i think yes. a lot of us People are, are tired for, of it yeah mm-hmm. yeah i think we're hungry for a, a a loftier conversation a higher level conversation which yes. is where the higher self plays it plays yeah. there
1: yeah yep yeah that's that's a great way to describe all the thrive circle conversations it's just a higher self conversation it's mm coming from a higher self and dabbling in the human and exploring the human needs and and but really coming coming to the higher self yeah from the higher
0: self yeah, yeah. right yeah and i think that's probably you know there uh at least in my experience that is a mm, there's a muscle memory to that mm-hmm. like there's a familiarity you get the more you do it
1: mm-hmm.
0: not an i almost say it's not enough to read about it in a book it's a good start and i think Me reading books really opened my mind to things, but it is a practice to be in a higher level conversation, to listen from a higher level, to speak and ask questions from higher. It's a it is a repetition thing, and Mm -hmm. again, I think Thrive Circles is such a great um, sandbox for people to get to play with that muscle.
1: You know. Yeah, we were talking about that today. We were talking about the, the neural pathways and the yeah. patterns and that we keep coming back to this pattern and the person sharing was really frustrated, like, I'm back here again. Here's this pattern again. Um, this way of feeling again, being stuck again. And um and for us to all work together and explore it together and then come from the higher self was just like you could just see the shift in her. It was it was really powerful. It was really powerful. Um, and that's, you know, that's not the word that we all agreed to at the end was, it was so meaningful. It was such meaningful time spent together um, because of the conversation coming from a higher self higher level.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you can feel that. I mean, I've been in those conversations. I think everybody's been in those conversations. I think, I think sometimes we, we end up in them on accident. (laughs) <laughs> you know, we say, "Hey, let's have coffee with a friend," and then we get into this really high-level, deep mm-hmm. connection conversation, and we're like, "Wow, that was so meaningful." But mm-hmm. to have that on purpose on a weekly basis is, I mean, feels worth scheduling into your life just so you can have the repetition of it. You
1: know? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely.
0: Yes. Well, if people want to learn more about Rive Circles, so they can. Um, spend time in this higher level space with the higher self and the human self, where can they, where can they go to learn more about Thrive Circles?
1: They can go to thrivecircles.org and check it out. There's a button for applying. And when you click into applying, you can see the video of us talking about the purpose of the circle okay. and what it's about. So uh, yeah, thrivecircles.org.
0: Love that. So good. Um, these, I, maybe I say this every time I feel like these conversations just get better and better, which I don't know how it's possible, but
1: um, <laughs> I you, know, you and it. I are
0: finding our own groove, you know, like,
1: yeah, well, it's that repetition in the practice. <laughs> we're, we're practicing yeah. this meta cognition, this yeah. meta view of the work yeah. that we're doing. Yeah, so I like yeah, it. That's
0: good. So good. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, Tara. I love the work you're doing and we'll catch you in the next one.
1: Thanks, Chris. Okay. Bye-bye.